can tell what this is. Uh, it is a black-robed figure with a golden <laughs> visage. Yes, yes, but... but <laughs> That's all just, you know. Okay. Person-sized? Yes, it is a medium-sized humanoid it shape. appears to be trying to get out? Um... It, yeah, well, it appears just to be tapping on the ice. Um, it's sort of, like, frozen from, like, the chest and the back of the shoulders down, and it's just got, like, one arm and the chest from the sternum up and the whole head exposed. And the one hand is just sort of tapping on the ice to try and get your attention. Okay. Shall we take the vein? Uh, I will guard that tunnel entrance. I will speak with it. Zevil approach. Detect magic still on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it radiates dichromacy. Wonderful. Okay. And uh, she will... Uh, Elvish seems to be working, so she will greet this figure in Elvish. I'm the lore keeper. What brings you to the frozen caves of hunger? Is it speaking Elvish back to me? Speaking Netherese. It's an easy enough bridge to gap. Okay, uh, then Zev, once again, nerd face lights up with a chance to practice speaking Netherese. <laughs> uh, <Fucking> nerd face. <laughs> and so in her broken Netherese will say, Greet you, lore keeper. Zevian I am. Hello, Zevian I am. Are you here to free me or just pick my brain for knowledge? Can you aid us? We are seeking the Mithlar. The Mithalar. I don't know what help I can be. You are the lore keeper. You have knowledge. Do you not? Ask her questions, then. Where we may find the Mithalar? In Ithrin. Very good. What is it you wish of us visitors to area? I'm, sp- I'm, I'm making her sound intentionally yeah. because she's just learning the... Yeah, yeah. Um... Everyone I knew or cared about is dead. My civilization fell thousands of years ago, and I'm stuck in a glacier. If you were to free me, I don't know where I'd go or what I'd do. You ask me what I want, and I can tell you with all honesty, I don't know. Would you wish to travel with us to find purpose again? Absolutely not. (laughs) I'm already disgusted by your presence. She will be kind of flabbergasted by that. I see. Why were you tapping attention getting? Boredom, I suppose. Do you wish us to relieve boredom of you? You asking if I wish you to kill me? She shakes. She shakes her head, like thinking that she messed up a like a language syntax <laughs> thing. Like, just no. She's like, no. Death is the only sure cure for boredom. So just like scratches her head, not sure what to make of this. She just shrugs and, and says, "I am, am am studier of netherese and arcane, seeking answers." Perhaps give you something to do. What do you want to do with the Mithalar? To end eternal winter, brought on by Maiden of Ice Frost. Hmm. 
It possesses the capabilities to do so, though it's still bound to its creator, Iriolathus. While he is attuned, I'm afraid you won't be able to control the device. He would either need to permit you its use, which is laughable, or the alternative. Why laughable? Cure his boredom. <laughs> Why laughable? He's not as tolerant as I am. Sneaky bitches. Hmm. Okay. She will, um, kind of, in hopes of injecting, seeing if, testing this thing's sense of humor, and she will say, with a smile, wait here, go nowhere. And she will... (laughs) With one free hand. (laughs) <laughs> just a salute yeah. uh, okay yep uh, yeah that's when her back is turned he definitely does that yeah uh, okay and she she will report this to the to the group an actual surviving citizen of the lore keeper of this place her, like she has to she has to keep her voice from going too high surviving yes truly it seems ambivalent towards us but could be of use. It mentions someone who is attuned to the Mithalar, with whom we must deal first. We either have to convince this person by relieving their boredom. Who are, I, I say the guy's name, I didn't write it down. <laughs> Arielathus, he's the guy who Ar- built it. Arielathus. Yeah. yeah. Arielathus, apparently he still lives here too. He is not very tolerant as the Slorekeeper, who was very rude, by the way, but I don't really care about that right now. <laughs> and he. So that is a non likely course of action, but we need to de attune him from the Mithalar before we can use it. But apparently he's bored, and we can relieve his boredom some way. Yeah, this is we're we're getting closer. Injury, Drow lady. Can you can you ask her how do we get out of here? Drow lady. Yeah. So. <laughs> Please <laughs> before the before they show up. Who? Oh, the the and then before you finish, like yeah. of course the, the the frost maiden is on our heels. We <laughs> not what you expected from. No, 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 please ask him how to get out of here. I can, we can ask these questions and many more. But the question is, do we release him? He is apparently disgusted by us, but apparently has no, 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 we don't, we don't do that. Okay. (laughs) We just discussed not having enemies at our backs. Let's progress. We should ask him how to get to Ithrin. Uh, and we may want to make it so he cannot tell real where we went. Yes. Okay, I'm going to tell him these things. Relieve his boredom, you're suggesting. I'm going I'm to propose this to the group, too, like anything that I can bring to him. Because despite the dangers, Ev wants to savor this moment and learn all she can. Yep. All right. Uh, Valin is going to go with you. Yes, come, Valin. Um, come, Valin. Um, what derangement come, Valin Farms. <laughs> <laughs> the origin story. Um... I will introduce him. And, you know, he, she, she's about as fun to talk to as he is. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, what are, you, what are you saying to him? I'm going to pose these questions to him, but, uh, uh, like, how do we reach uh, th- this guy? How might he relieve him of his boredom uh, that doesn't involve fighting him, mm-hmm. preferably? Okay. Um, um, and how do we get out of here? 
All right, he'll answer those questions in reverse order. Okay. Um, to leave the Caves of Hunger to get to where Ithrin is buried, from this chamber you would head south um, to the Grove of the uh, the Abundant Harvest, where uh, Ithrin uh, harvested their magical fruit. A dryad there protects that grove mm-hmm. and still exists. Um from there, you'll head southeast down a tunnel, and you will exit the cave. Um, Quick. You are very close. Um, as far as relieving Uriolathus's boredom, um, a swift death might be the only uh, way to do it, because uh, his mind has been consumed by the creature that lives behind the ice. Um, yes, we saw that. And he refers to that creature as a trap of his own making. Um, Does he still speak with you? No. You are the first to speak with me in a very long time. Why do you find us disgusting? Well, quite simply, you are a lower life form. He's a racist. Now, Zev nods, she gets it. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a very drow way of putting she, it. She's just like, okay, I mean, it <laughs> sucks to hear that, but... <laughs> Wow, like, that's real, real honest of you. We've been on the, we've been on the other side of this before. Uh, what was the first question you asked? Uh, she she did ask why she finds why yeah. he finds us disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, that was all three. Yeah. All right. Um, then yes, if that's uh, do you do you desire Ithil, uh, Ithrin dead? Irilafus, you Irilaf. Um, I hold no ill will towards him. He's descended into madness as. One does. So plaza. It's a common trapping of those who devote their mind to the magical arts. It is the inevitable fate of all powerful wizards who unravel their mind to try and stretch it around a magical concept that is too large for them to embrace. In some parts of... Excuse me. Nether. <laughs> in some parts of the netherese zeitgeist it is to be celebrated when a wizard finally transcends sanity and gives way to madness is there a way that we can stop the creature entrapped in the ice to destroy it even many efforts were made all of them failed the frost giant was the only one who came up with a passable solution although the frost giant Pilgrim was uh, issued the prayer to call for Oril's help and Oril imprisoned it in this ice cube. Can you sense the presence of Oril? We believe she walks these halls now. I have no otherworldly senses. I sense you because I can see you and hear you. That is the extent of my ability to detect. Is Oril a threat to you? I don't know. I don't understand her motivations or her desires. She is a deity and beyond any comprehension of mine. And yours, I would think. Shade. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's accurate. <clears throat> okay. Thank you for your answers and for your help. As you have expressed no desire to be free, or anything in particular, I shall leave you here. Unless, unless our expedition leader... Which is otherwise. I'll turn to Valen. Uh She has a sort of uh, dumb struck look on her face. 
Um, it appears that she sort of lost the thread of the conversation around the time that he began to talk about how wizards all inevitably end up in madness. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she sort of shakes her Valen, head to Valen, clear Valen, it. And, and she's like, uh, no, I believe we've, we've heard what we needed to hear. Um, either do what Koos said needed to be done with this being, or let's just leave. I think Koos wanted to leave it behind. Pirate smile. I, I think Koos wanted to perform a lobotomy with a screwdriver. <laughs> um, Zev realizes that she's not in an advantageous position. She will not do it herself. But on the way back, just say, I think we should keep such knowledge alive, Koos. He is not doing any of us any harm. He's a neutral force. A real might. <laughs> a real might, yeah. The, the concern isn't so much that he would do harm directly, so much as uh, this is a source of information now for those who pursue us. Well, I don't believe she's one to talk. I think she will simply hunt us. I hope that you are right. And if it looks like, does it look like you're you're going to refrain? Yeah, I'm not like going to go in there and like jam a spoon through this ice. Yeah, while well, he's standing, he's sitting there with his iPhone texting her nice. real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and you up? Hey, <laughs> <Yeah>, BB. <laughs> Intruders. Up, down, up, down, left, right, start. Uh, and uh, should Jeff will just give you give you a grateful, relieved look. Right. Uh, you have a heading. It is south. Oh, and did you tell us how to get to Sesame Street? Funky Town. Yeah, the other guy. Oh. Uh, the, which other guy? Uh. In the Irelathus in the yeah, he's in, in, yeah, yeah, he's in there. Did, did you find? There's a city, so this might be a big area down there. We'll we find did. out. Sigh. But we're not leaving yet. We have business we're, to do. We're, but now we need to go. And then in Goblin, fever, healthy. Please help me. Okay. And I'll switch to Goblin. Sigh. It's going to be okay. You keep calling me Sigh. Who's Sigh? And that's when it probably dawns on Zev. <laughs> Something is wrong. Oh. Do you remember looking at a gigantic eyeball? No. Please. The Grimlocks are coming. They'll kill us all. Psy believes that Grimlocks are coming. I think I'd rather fight Grimlocks. And Grim believes that Psylocke is coming. Like from the future? No, from the X-Men. <laughs> uh, Zev will just realize that she can't deal with the delusion right now, so she will just deceive him and say, We have already dealt with them. You're safe for now. Come with us. We need your considerable talents in order to survive this ordeal. I guess, is he lying? Are we rolling off, Dave? Oh, jeez, yeah. that's a good roll, Are too. Are we doing this? Doing this? Okay. Okay, got an 18. What did you roll by by curiosity? I'm rolling deception. Yeah. But you're, are you lying though? Yeah, I said we. Yeah, we dealt with the criminal. We already killed them. Oh, right, okay. Because right. because insanity. Four, if I say there's never been any Grimlock, Sai, he's going to probably spiral. True. Yeah, you see right through this bullshit. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So you you know she's lying to you. Uh, I curse and goblin and walk away. That's true. I do. Which direction are you walking? Um. She, and she I go just, to the human. All right. How are we leaving? Uh, I believe we're leaving via these series of passages to the south. <laughs> I start going south. All right. Um, you were sniffing. Do you want to give a perception check based on your <laughs> You smell Josh's fart. I got to pee right quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> 18. 18. Uh, you smell fresh fruit. Um, 
A sweet odor of fresh fruit comes from the passageway to the cellar. It's awfully fruity in this giant refrigerator. (laughs) Size heading off to the south. With or ahead of the group. (laughs) I will keep pace with you. You goddamn goblin. You goddamn goblins. goblins. I'm sick of these motherfucking goblins. Gobbling all these nuts. Motherfucking... I can't believe you guys made it through here with missing the giant Remoraz nest in the middle. I want to fight the Remoraz, but You're, oh well, you never got to. You we already have bigger fish to fry. We don't. It's a big fish. <laughs> Is it as big as Daddy though? We can't fry Daddy. I don't think. Fry Daddy. Is that raw? <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. some fucking art. Oh, he's like twirling around. He's like going wee. Yeah, he's got a face like a gigantic insect. Yep. And he's like a long around. fire snake. And these thing. are these are uh, eggs. Yeah. Is that the ambient heat that melted the stalactites? Perhaps. It certainly did not help. No. Yeah, they're actually they're wicked cool. The stat block is fucking bananas. It's bonkers. Yeah. They are very very it's dangerous. Awesome. And actually, you're you're better off not fighting them. For yeah. Real. I'm for sure. Real, real, because. Party wipe. Yeah, yeah, that is a yeah, wipe. The flame skulls and the remoraz are fucking nasty things in this dungeon. You manage to avoid both of them, which is a good thing. Yeah, it's like Tarask style combat. The the remoraz would be a lot safer than I, the flame skulls. The flame skulls are like party wipes. Instantly. Oh god, what did I miss? Uh, nothing. This is just the artwork that I won't have another opportunity to show you. This is the remoraz. You really should have just lied to him and said that Sai walked right into the remoraz nest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with Sai. Fuck you, I'm going to go fight the Rambles right here. Sai makes his way south uh, and dies. And Making then... his way downtown. I'm trying to keep up with you guys. You guys. And I'm trying to leave. I'm not trying to be stealthy. Alright. You found uh, this. What the tits are we looking at? The the grove. Grove. Yeah, the dryad grove. Oh, right, the grove. There's trees, right. Oh, we're going to get uh, fruits and... I thought it was giant wheels for a second. I was like, ponies. fuck? Ponies. Fruit, fruit and or of the loom. Yeah. Fruit and ponies? Meanwhile, Zev's thinking, oh no, I think I did lose Sai. The did. real treasure is the friends we lost along the way. Uh. <laughs> a grove of frost-covered trees fills this 50-foot high cavern the floor of which is a mixture of earth and ice. By some magic or miracle, the trees are alive, their canopies thick with frosty leaves, their branches bearing purple pears that hang like ornaments. A low wall, broken in several places, threads its way through the the grove, which is surrounded by six exits. Wow. Six eggs. Uh, You are getting pings of magic stuff if you're... Concentrating on the magic? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to look around for threats as well, because the guy mentioned a dryad. Yep. He's here. Um, it's probably cuckoo. I'll, I will do investigation if I can. But. All right. You're not immediately attacked by anything. Um, the trees radiate whatever magic would keep trees alive under these conditions. I imagine it's probably some form of necromancy. Abjuration. Abjuration, perhaps. Yeah, druid magic. Yeah. Um, Bullshit. Dru- you, would, you, would you like me to roll investigation? Um, let me roll investigation. And back to form, 16. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, you... Do, 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 do. You take that back. You see, with investigation, you can see that this um, this area has been largely untouched, uh, much like lo- much of the rest of the cave. However, um, 
because the of the somewhat softer earth that makes up the floor, you can see dryad shaped prints in the, in the the floor. So there is a dryad around, although she's not making herself readily visible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trees are bearing these bright purple fruit um, that Sai was able to detect by smell. And now that you're in the room, you can smell them as well. They smell delicious. These are the caves of hunger. Ooh. More like the caves of funger, am I right? Oh, shit. Yeah. Eat them fruits. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> What's the worst thing that could happen? <laughs> um, okay. I chose not to take Sylvan. So, you know. Same. I, I could do some throat singing. I will uh, say to the same comment first. She is likely aware of our presence. Let us try not to disturb her grove too much. And let, it, and I will just say gently in the elven tongue, "We come in peace. We mean you no harm." You get no response. Yep. Then uh, I'm gonna just start checking the passages while the while my party. Well, so we, SI, are you still making a beeline for whatever exit you can find? Yeah, uh, probably seeing that there's six ways, I'll spin around. Uh, three times over, <laughs> and then say in Druidic, uh, We're lost. Can you help us get out of here? Uh, we heard that there's a druid or someone around here. Uh, at that, you get a response. Uh, it is in Druid. Um, and it is a melodious, uh, feminine-sounding voice uh, that says, Greeting, Druid of the Spore. It has been a long time since I've had company in my grove. Are, are you are you with the dangerous ones? Um, no, we're trying to escape the dangerous ones. I'm scared. Well, fear not. You are safe here. Well, that, that, that's good. Have you, have you seen them? Are, are they close? The dangerous ones? Yes. I, I have not. They don't come to my grove. Uh, since the Wall of Ice, Sai actually starts to look not on edge. Oh, that's good. Oh. Can't understand what they're saying, though. No, not a clue. Mm-hmm. Nope, oh. not a clue. This is between me, me well, and Sai. Um, I'm assuming this is going well. <laughs> uh, I, I'm with these people. Uh, I think we're lost. Um, I, I guess we could, if it's okay with you, still and rest a little bit, and if you could point us in the direction to to get out of here. Where, where do these passages go? I don't venture far from my grove, but I can tell you that sometimes... More recently, lately, when the earth shakes, I feel warmth coming from the southeast. Warmth? Like, 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 how warm? Like from sunlight? Yes. It feels almost like the sun is shining on me for the briefest of moments, and then the shaking stops and the cold returns. I look forward to the warm air, but I worry what it's doing to the structure around us, the integrity of the ice. I mean, it's a pretty big ice block. I think we should be okay, but I can understand the concerns. I can tell you that to the northwest, um, the Remoraz make their nest. They come not for our fruit. The who? The Remoraz. Never heard of him. <laughs> they're probably best avoided. Ah, okay, okay. The, them and the Grimlocks, they're the nest. Grimlocks. Yeah, yeah. 
frightening. Mm -hmm. They'll eat your babies and fuck your face. (laughs) (laughs) All the same time. Not in that order. (laughs) Eat your face and fuck your babies. Um... <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> what, what, what are those fruits? Other other grabones? They are similar. They are of the same magic. Um, I grow them for the wizards of Ithran. Um, they desire magical fruit, a feast to fill their spirit with mana, and. I provide it to them, although they have not come to harvest them in some time. Um, since you are a druid and have been so friendly to speak with me, I would gift you with one or more if you want to share with your friends or the people with whom you travel. I'm not sure. Oh, your that's, that's mad as kind of. Um, let me um, let, let me just catch them all up. And then speaking to Kus and Una, um, so. Uh, the warmth of, of like, whatever happens to, to the south, that... Points to the passageway. Like, it's warm and then cold again. And then the druid said that there's the... The, the Remy lives up that way, and we shouldn't go that way. Um, and since I've been nice, but if you guys want, I can ask for a couple of these fruits. So apparently, they, they can make you, you know, sustain like a good bird. If you want, I mean, I will. I know, and then I know that you might not, but well, well. I'm not a strict humanitarian. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. If you didn't already have inspiration, I give it to you. So yeah, if you ever get any questions, she said something about Ethereum or something like that. I don't know. Ethereum, we know. We already heard that it was to the southeast from this chamber, so towards the heat. Mm. Which would be my question for you, Zevian. I know you want to explore this place thoroughly, but I think it's in our best interest to get out of here as quickly as possible. I have no interest in exploring these caves. I want to get to the city. That's where the Excuse secrets me, are. Excuse me, Valen. I was talking to someone who has almost the same name as you. <laughs> oh, calm your tits, old lady. <laughs> Zevian. Wait, so I, I was... pay your fucking bills, <laughs> <laughs> and you, you keep doing it, even though I keep belittling you at every turn, asshole. Indeed, I suppose whatever gets us to our goal closer, then yeah. quicker, then. Um. That would be my thought. Uh, I and had something else to say. Warmth doesn't seem to be associated with the Remoras. Correct. That seems very weird. That was my first guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't go any much much further beyond here. This is her grove, her house, her herd, or whatever. So, mm. I agree with Goose. We should get to Thrun as soon as possible. Yeah. Particularly because the faster we get there, the longer we have before Aurel can catch up to us. Um, do you believe that you could convince her to lie on our behalf in the event that they are questioned about where we went? I can make some fake tracks and make it look like we went to the Remora's nest and never came back out. Well, I'm, well I, could, I could ask her. Or let her know or whatever. Yeah. I'm it, sure to tell her about over there. It, uh, maybe. I don't and even while, know. While she's following us, and she's dangerous too? Yeah. Okay. So How if dangerous? You can... uh, I mean, she's going to be in danger? I don't think she will be. She's been here for quite a long time. But uh, if knowledge is known that we are going in a certain direction, I would prefer that it not come to that. So if you can convince her to just either claim she never saw us or point her in the wrong direction, I'll set up some fake tracks and make it look like we went up to the northwest. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not going to lie to her. 
So right. you don't have to lie to her. She just has to lie for us. Or not say anything. Or not say anything. So back into yeah. it. Uh, or, thank you so much. And I think we'll take maybe one or two fruits. Not all of them because we're not like that. And you need to eat as well. Um, but, see, I think the bad people are following us. And what we are going to do is put some fake tracks hidden in the place that's you said is dangerous. That Remy's house. Um, if they do show up, one, they're dangerous, apparently, uh, and you haven't seen us, or you saw us go that way and not the other way. Is, is that, is that okay? I have, uh, not spoken to anybody who has wandered through my grove until you, and only because you spoke to me in a language that I know to be friendly. If these bad people come, I will just remain hidden and not speak to them at all. Oh, perfect. It's- <laughs> Thank you so much, and um, um, kind of still with you. Um, and with that, a, uh, a particularly uh, vibrant flower on one of these trees begins to bloom, and as it opens up and its petals expand, the dryad emerges magically from the inside of the, uh, the flower um, and begins picking several of the fruits off the tree and wraps them in um, like a big palm frond leaf and hands you the package. Um, you have three of these uh, magical fruits that have special properties. What um, they do? We'll find out in just a moment. Um, and she um, she says, thank you, Druid, for coming to my grove and blessing me with your conversation. And thank you for allowing me to take your fear away for a short time. Thank you so much. And, 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 um, and he's He's like looking at like his collar. He's like, see if you wrote your name on it. <laughs> um, back into common. What's my name? Sai. Sai. And then back. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> um, well, um, Sai. Ah, uh, thanks. You. Um, I am Hathawen. It was nice to meet you. Make your acquaintance. And with that, she retreats back into her grove of trees and disappears. Um, she gives you three uh, of these bright purple pears. Um, so six, because they're pears. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sai, roll a d20. 19. Oh. Um, <laughs> your pear is the charm of purple, Mancy. <laughs> this charm allows you to cast the fairy fire spell violet light only save DC 15 as a bonus action instead of an action no components required once used three times this charm vanishes from you you have to eat the pear first to gain the, the ability that's fucking weird mm-hmm. mm. more fairy fire though <laughs> yeah uh, let's see Una why don't you roll you haven't rolled anything in a while Uno one Una you get the charm of druidcraft after you eat your pear, the charm, or after anybody eats the pear. The charm allows you to cast druidcraft cantrip as an action, no components required. Once used three times, the charm vanishes from you. Mm. Uh, one of the other two, you throw me a d20 roll. Yeet! 19 again. 19 again, another one of Purple Mancy. Purple Mancy. And purple so the Purple Mancy is a one time use and. Three times. Uh, three times. Oh. You eat, the, you eat the pear, and you can do it three times. Once you use it three times, it's used up. Feels Sipping that purple lean. <laughs> the scissor. Um, uh, I suggest we give one of these to Makati, and that way Makati has something useful to do in combat that isn't actually rolling attack rolls. Sounds there good. You go. All right. <laughs> Shove all the fruit. Makati the Purple Mancer is yep. born. Sweet. 
Um, that's weird enough for Makati. I think Makati would, <laughs> would that. totally volunteer for that bullshit. So consensus straight to the exit, which will take us to the city. Yep, let's go right to the boss fight. Works for me. We still got a lot of our resources intact. Yep. We haven't had to take a short rest. Any descent? Does anybody actually want to explore more of the caves before we go straight to the boss? Nah. I thought we'd leave him. What am the boss? Uh, the boss is a, a human term for getting the fuck out. Oh, <laughs> we're oh, bossing okay. up. <laughs> we're bossing out. Uh, I'm done talking to you too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even make a roll yet. It might be great. Yeah, it might. <laughs> Yeah, under these, if under better circumstances, I'd want us to explore, but we're on borrowed time. If we didn't have a real run in our buttholes, I would say let's explore the whole thing. But we're in a real rush here. All right, believe it or not, we just completed a uh, dungeon crawl that was designed to take several sessions to complete. Hey, um, so it, guys. I am going to request about five minutes just to prep the next stage of yeah, adventure. Of course. So. I think what the way I'm going to do this, rather than just give you the player version of the map, I'm actually going to give you the DM version of the map because it's got the numbers on it that give you the locations you can investigate. That works. Um, and it will help streamline the process a little bit. And there's no spoilers <laughs> in it. Like, so yeah, it'd be yeah like we can see call. it from the top yeah. as yeah. we were descending anyway. Yeah. I assume that this is like a winding, uh, like slope that goes around the outside perimeter of this cavern that it's embedded in? Uh, I have some flavor text that explains it, but I, I can show you what you're looking at. Um, let me just get this. Let's so we get the like overhead view. Uh, We're probably coming in at it from this angle, and it like, spirals hey, down. Hey, there's close. that semi-snowflake pattern. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. You are coming in from here. That, that time. One. And um, here, I have some flavor text I can read for you. Um the tunnel opens into a vast grotto enclosed by gleaming ice. Consigned to this frozen sepulchre is a fantastic city sculpted by ancient magic and illuminated in haunting way by green and purple lights that shed no warmth. The city is slightly tilted, its spires leaning away from you as though recoiling from your presence. You stand atop a causeway of frost covered ice that stretches towards the city like the dead, frozen tongue of some hideous behemoth out of whose mouth you've just been trapped. I never just yeah. said a tongue. <laughs> this place is doom metal as fuck. Welcome to Tungerdome. Uh and the and as for why one the the you know, the tongue. Um, green and purple lights cast an otherworldly glow upon the frost draping the silent city. Clawing spires, broken domes, and steeples leaning at odd angles surround a huge citadel. At the foot of the causeway, a giant statue lies prone and motionless, its surfaces gleaming with rime. Is it decapitated? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> so, where are the ice toads? And how do we really stop? <laughs> <laughs> why, and why aren't they our friends? Why aren't they our friends yet? Yeah. We have a druid this time, it should be easy. Well, Y2 is, like, right, right there. there. Yeah. What, what is that? It looks like a big pokey bit from the outside ring of the pokey thing. Y2. I'm knocking on the door. It's probably a guard tower. Mm. It looks like shitloads of guard towers, yeah. A stone walkway leads to a tower that claws upward and inward, its pointed roof leaning menacingly overhead. Narrow windows pierce its walls, gargoyles cling to its eaves, and a doorway at the tower base, tower's base gapes open. I want to plumb the gaping depths of this tower. 
But I'll let the rogue do it first. <laughs> yep. Detect, <laughs> Once I know it's safe. Detect magic, passive investigation. Let's fucking go. Um, so your detect magic, if there's anything of note, I will let you know. But the background magic of this place is insane. Uh, everything is enchanted in some minor to major way. Um, and, you know, I, you could point to anything. It's like you can't swing a dead cat without hitting magic in this place. Um, at the wood, but you can't. Yeah. Um, by the way, I have a nice, big oh my size God. map. Ooh, that is a big booty. You can tell they're proud of this one, huh? Pretty cool map, honestly. As they should be. It is. <laughs> Um, are you stealthing? I would like to. If uh, I'd like to be careful, like, Zev is certainly dazzled by all this, but she's going to remain cautious. Yeah. While we are here, like just checking the tower that like we literally just got here. Once we're actually in the city proper, I'm going to cast Pass Without Trace. Okay, very good. Then you, uh, yeah, I will say you make your stealth rolls as normal, unless you're bringing your guardian with you, in which case you are chained to his stealth roll. No, I'm going to yeah. have him remain still when it, come, when it comes time to investigate a place. So um, with Pass Without Trace, I got 35. Okay. <laughs> Let him cast again, so it's 25. All right, 25. Well, 25 is still very good. Um, you were right when you assume these are guard towers <laughs> and such, and the gargoyles that I... Um, that I spoke of in the flavor text are not just decoration. They are actual gargoyles per the spell that are hanging out on the edge of the tower watching the uh, the gantry, they call it, the entranceway to the tower. Mm-hmm. They're gargoyles. Gargoyles. <laughs> what a lucky gargoyle. <laughs> um, you know a thing or two about a thing or two. The gargoyles probably haven't detected you, but if you get any closer, they might, and they are likely to be hostile if, they, if you do. Okay. And where are they exactly, the gargoyles? They're clinging to the um, parapets of this tower. I don't know, you said I don't really have parapets, but yeah. the exterior like of this roost. tower. There's yeah. a roost in the room. That's that's yeah, exactly. We should stay out of their sight if we can. Yeah. There's pr- I assume since it's tilted inward, there's probably a scaffold underneath. They're just clinging to the scaffold like birds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's. I mean, it's weird spaceship technology, so. Okay. I will. Actually, still. you can kind of get a good uh, look at the cross-section <laughs> of one you. of these here. Like, all of these <sighs> spires that sort of ring it are all shaped very similarly. Like penises. Kind of like big curved <laughs> ding-dongs. Like, this one's very ding-dongy. They've got curved penises. <laughs> what, are ci- curved penises. what are cities but an eruption of penises? <laughs> um, I mean, lots of stuff. But, uh, <laughs> I don't see anything else. Actually, they kind of look like uh, Easter, Easter Island mm. statues. Yeah, nice. But yeah, there's there's little ledges and, and nooks and crannies for gargoyles to cling to. Okay. I'll, I'll alert the party then, after stealthing back. That we need to stay out of the view of the, of the gargoyles. Um, as you um, return to the party and report back what you've seen, somewhere in the down the streets and corridors or alleyways of the district that you are nearest adjacent to, you hear the distant sound of three taps, like a hammer on stone, but loud, like it's big and heavy. And it's just somewhere like, deep within the city. As if this was a tomb being tapped. It could be a tomb being tapped. Um, having read what she's read, Zev, Zivian, uh, that goes totally straight with fear. Zev will just say, did anybody else hear that? 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what do I know about these things that I read about them? They suck. That they, I know that they were they were made to fight like eldritch races. They were. were yeah. Were there was a creature that like ate magic, and they wanted to kill that fucking creature because it made their spells not work. Yeah. So they created these things to smash the shit out of them with hammers. Yep. That's which is yeah, how I would do it. That's basically exactly. I don't know correct. How these things are going to react to us. They also have a big mouth for a torso. I think. Here, I, I will read to you the flavor from the. Um, from the, con- the campaign module. The Netherese arcanists who created these creatures called them Thalud, which means faceless. Wrought from a, the fusion of magic and elemental earth, each of these sexless, hairless warriors stands 15 to 21 feet tall and possesses a lust for magic, an inherited memory composed of recollections from the souls sacrificed in their creation, and an insane hatred for non-human spellcasting creatures. Tomb tappers can dig through earth and rock with their claws or use their metal sledgehammers to shatter rock when needed. They absorb water through their skin and crush rock with their jaws to extract mineral substance. They can also digest iron from blood and marrow if mineral-rich rock is unavailable. The Netherese sent the Thalud into the Underdark to exterminate their enemies, most notably the magic-devouring funnel-shaped creatures known as the Faerim. Other creatures targeted by Thalud include Mind Flayers, Darrow, Drow, and Duergar. Tomb tappers communicate with one another by means of a humming sound created by skin vibrations. So we're fine. We're both human. Yeah. All right, cool. This entire campaign was literally designed (laughs) to attack me. (laughs) I feel attacked. Came out to have a good time. (laughs) That's crazy. Um, Yeah, Zev is fucking terrified. I want to fight one so bad. You probably will. That's cool. She's just like, we need to be wary for those things, too. The real challenge begins here. The real challenge was friends made along the way. <laughs> the real Dark Souls stars. They were very challenging. Um, right, well, so. uh, shall we check our T3 since we're also right next to it? Uh, it's Y3, right? Everything's Y? y yeah, everything's Y. y. Yeah. Uh, y. So before we go to Y3, I will cast Pass Without Trace. Yeah, there you go. Pass gas without trace, so not like Josh earlier. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, there's still traces of it around. <laughs> it's on the walls. And I dragged my, car- dragged my ass on the carpet once. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as you dragged it on the carpet, you got to clean that shit out. The no, air, my carpet now. <laughs> the air around this amphitheater is charged with static. Cracked steps descend to the stadium floor, where a tiny glittering object rests on a pedestal of black stone. Three metal masts rise from the arena like gargant- gar- gigantic tridents. Excuse me. I want to say gargantuan so bad. You're good. Uh, each one emitting a low hum. The branches of each trident are 25 feet off the ground and extend 50 feet into the air. Whoa. Uh, they are shaped like field goal posts. No goal shit. Posts. Yeah. Yep. That's wacky. Please. Yep. Time to play some blitz ball. No. <laughs> Can I grow up? I want to be a Blitzball. This, if this doesn't appear uh, interesting to Valen or us, I, I say we can go somewhere else. Yeah, this seems interesting in the like flavor text ways, but I don't think we want to fuck yeah, it. Valen, Valen is sort of looking at the same thing you are and says that it appears to be a stadium for some type of sport or game, some recreation. I, I, I don't think it is applicable to us. From which direction was the tapping coming from, by the way? Uh, the Y5, Y6 area, sort of uh, northerly. Let's northern. not go there. From inside the house. <laughs> inside your ass. <laughs> I knew it! I guess let's move on then to what looks Was like... Is that Y4 in the, at the foot of the tower there? 4, Y4? Heck, 
four. Yeah, we can see Y four. Why? Why not? Everybody wants to see Y four. I want to see yeah. it. All right. Tell me what I see. Bees. <laughs> <laughs> this tower. I love you guys so much. <laughs> I really do. This tower reaches upward like a talon. It's stonework studded in chiseled runes. A blue light shines from its highest window. Uh, there is an aura of abjuration magic stronger than the background radiation that you've been picking up here. Okay. Um, abjuration magic. What could this be for? Um, could it be well protected, no? Yes, but what was the purpose of this building? It's a tower. It's taller than everything else. It's in the region. Could be some sort of observation tower for law enforcement? Guard tower? Um, An alarm system, maybe? Could also just be a wizard's tower in a city where everyone's a wizard. Uh, I cast past that trace. You can make those parts silent now. Okay. <laughs> um, I know you're trying to get really please. invested in the game. <laughs> covered in runes, you say? <laughs> just shreds, you say. <laughs> yes, covered in runes. Uh, yeah. What do they say? Um, did I say that? You did. You said it was covered in runes. Hmm. I don't think I was supposed to. Um, stone mason. Stonework studded in chiseled runes. No, you're right. I did. I did. Um, let's see. Pictures of his rune holster. Hmm. You can give me an investigation check to check out these runes. You can you can give it to if you want. Yeah. I have eyes of the runekeeper. I can read oh. all written languages. Oh, excellent. <laughs> yes. Uh, I can all just right. do that. So the two of you then uh, both are able to easily identify that uh, a lot of these runes are gibberish. They're nonsense. Yeah. Decorative. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. They might as well be just, you know, artwork. Created um, by AI like upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hidden amongst them though, um... You, uh, you, you are able to recognize an honest-to-God rune, although what it says sort of escapes you. You can read every written language. Uh, therefore, you know this is uh, a glyph for the symbol, uh, parentheses, insanity spell is hidden among them. <laughs> that is a big mama. <laughs> we should stay away. <laughs> but we when should, you uh, read it, you go insane. And she just, oh. <laughs> oh, no, she was already there. Um, we could have your uh, shield robot just walk right in, right? And trigger the spell. Who cares? Shield robot's not going to go insane. I don't know about that. Would it affect a construct like that? Arcana check, maybe? I honestly don't know. I mean, it didn't get affected by. Uh, yeah, by by by, Big by Daddy. Daddy. Yeah. It's got- <laughs> we we've. we've <laughs> Degenerated into a uh, was it a bio bio what was it Bioshock game? I mean, yes. it's immune to charmed. I thought it was just Adam Sandler under the ice, <laughs> which is where he belongs, frankly. <laughs> then again, what would, what good would sending it in there do? Uh, if it triggers a spell, it means we can follow it in. Okay. Do we want to do that? That's an option. Hmm? So I, I don't know I if we ask, actually care, but I'll ask Valen if we want to do this. Um, Valen says, uh, honestly, this. Uh, this, this entire city is full of secrets and clues to the location of the Mythalar and how to get to it and how to operate it. I I know we are in something of a, uh, a hurry with Aurel snipping close at her heels, but I, I feel like this is what we came to do, to investigate the city. I, I feel that we, we, can, we can go elsewhere if this is too dangerous, but we're here. 
We might end up back here later. Are there windows at the top of the tower? Um, it appears so, yes. If you guys want to stay put, I can spoon up there and take a look-see. We, well, when, uh, how would the rune activate? Um, Valin will step in and say, uh, it likely is set to trigger when a creature walks through the door. Uh, it's my guess, with limited knowledge of the spell. It's not a spell that I have in my spell book. I can't really research it, but from what I know, um, likely it's a trap on the door. Then your idea seems fine to me, Coos. Right, so I'll hop on the spoon. You guys stay put, because Pass Without Trace follows me. Okay. <clears throat> and I'll fly up to the window. I'll just look through the window. I'm not going to, like, go through the, the threshold. I want to stay outside of the tower, but... Okay. Uh, I want to pull up a picture real quick. Because I like to do that. What a weirdo. I know what a fucking dipshit. Also, because we're all illiterate. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> fart jokes. Fart jokes. I do like fart jokes. Who doesn't? <laughs> the picture is only visible on the stat block, so I can't show it. Oh no! Um, I could just cover my right side of my face. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't read numbers. <laughs> that seems like a disadvantage. Um, so I rolled a druid. He doesn't have to. <laughs> Uh, actually, he has to keep track There's of so a many lot numbers. That's the worst. So many numbers. Um, flying up to the top of the tower and looking down, um, the tower is... While it's tall enough to be a multi-level structure, it doesn't appear that it is. It appears that it's just a uh, it's one a big chamber on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a... Um, there isn't a second floor, but there's like a, uh, like a catwalk, a catwalk yeah. like a you know, like a ringed second floor, um, like a library stacks kind of. Thing. Yeah, kind of. Uh, in the center of the room, you see what looks like a large anvil, um, and standing guard around it are six figures, uh, medium humanoid in size. Um, they look human, but they have green skin. They're wearing uh, some sort of magically ornamented plate armor. Um, if you want to scroll to the picture, I can like lean over the screen so I can't see the, the numbers. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, so they're wearing like a magical plate armor. This is for their benefit. Yep. Um, armed with, uh, looks like, crossbows and longswords. But aside from the library stack situation, these six dudes in the anvil, there's not much else in there? That's correct. Okay. I will fly back down. And I'll say, um, this structure is occupied by six people. They appear to have green skin and they're armed to the teeth. Uh, they're standing around an anvil, but aside from the anvil, there's not really much of anything of interest in there. There's no books. There's nothing. I assume they're undead. A guard, ha- a guardhouse, perhaps. A guardhouse for undead creatures. Okay. Wait, what was the lorekeeper like? Did he also have a green skin? Uh, he had a golden visage. Okay, got it. Uh, but that was kind of just a mask. You don't know what he looked like underneath the mask. Sure. Okay. Probably a real fucking poindexter. That's why he wears the yeah. mask all the time. Yeah. He's got, like, a pig nose. Yeah. <laughs> Most furries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got, like, three big freckles on both sides and glasses that are square and thick. Just then perhaps, good. indeed, this doesn't concern us right now. But if it does, we'll have Kologalendar break in there. <clears throat> I have no doubt we could deal with the occupants. I just don't know why we would at this point. Right. No sense in wasting resources. Yeah. Um, we are now close to, what is that, Y20 and Y19? Uh, Y20. 
Y23 is the red and gold orb in the center. Ooh, orb. Uh, Y29 is there. Y28 are all the... Y29, Y23, Y28 are all to the right of you. Um, and then to the left is 5, 6, 7, and 8. And 5 and 6 is where we heard two tapping. Yes. Let's go uh, Y28 and work our way up. <clears throat> yeah, I think going counterclockwise is good. Mm-hmm. Kate's going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm I know. Back next week. <laughs> I know. I'm wondering at what point do I cut this off so Kate doesn't miss all the good stuff. Um, uh, whatever point you think that five hours is enough to get to the finale. Yeah. <clears throat> we do another long form next week. Yeah, I think next week and that next week is it. Yeah, next next end. week is yeah. but one way or the other, it's done. The end. Um, a tower more than one hundred feet tall has a rotating glass chamber hovering above its ruined summit. Four pointed pillars clutch the chamber's walls, giving it the appearance of a colossal floating crown. This is a the golden red globe thing? No, it's Y28. Oh, it's that thing with the clamshell on top. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry, my angle from this side is really bad. Or not so. the clamshell, one down. The tower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you wanted Y23, right? I can't see the digits. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, Y23 is, is dead center. The, yeah. the, the red and gold orb. I have been thinking about that. The red yeah. and gold orb is what I thought we were going if for. If we want to start there, that's fine. Hmm. I'm fine with either one. I don't care. We can ponder that orb. I want to ponder it so hard. Firm. And yeah, as much as I want Kate to experience this, I do want us to experience as much as this week possible. Yeah, I get some broad, like, I don't know how long it'll take us to explore next week, so I just want to make sure we don't wind up yeah. in a situation where it's like five hours in, we're nowhere near. <clears throat> so, um, as you approach this orb, um, you can see that the, the tower that rises above it sort of has, like, feet stretching down uh, that sort of hold up the rest of the structure. Um... Underneath it, you um, you feel, and, and you're in another strong sense of abjuration, uh, a powerful force field is keeping you from getting any closer to this. Um, beneath this great spire, a luminous 50-foot diameter crystal sphere rests on an ornate stand. Um, you've seen this before, although Sai wouldn't remember. Um, this is absolutely reminiscent of the Summer Star. Uh, the this chevrons the... rotating around the glowing core... This is the Mithilar, and and uh, Valen will say as much as he puts her hand on the force field, frustrated that she can't get through it, and says, this, this is it. This is what we've come here to find. And We just need to break the attunement. And she looks at you as you say that, and then from behind you, you hear, and blocking your exit from this alleyway, a tomb tapper stands with a sledgehammer in hand, and we will... Call it there. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to get fucked by a robot again. <laughs> and again and again and again. And I'll say.